Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the 28 and Up podcast. We are recording today once again in our um, 28 and Up uh, studio, um, nestled in here in our house. And, you know, it's funny. Um, well, first of all, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? <laughs> I, I, was, I was ready to go. I'm I ready mean, to pod. Let's you're go. You're just off and running today. Let's do this. That's right. Um, but what's funny was when you go back and you listen to yourself and stuff like that, I heard um, we have two dogs. And one of our dogs likes to lay under your um, your studio seat, right? And then yes, he is right here under right my chair now the whole time. And, and the whole time, and he's a he's a lab. And then we have a, a girl dog who is part uh, pit, part boxer, and so she breathes really heavy. Yes, and it, it's so she'll shake her, you know, she'll shake her head and stuff. You could hear the dingling and the. Uh, um, jingling, not dingling, something totally different. <laughs> That's another pod. <laughs> dingling versus jingling. Don't don't jingle your dingling. <laughs> oh my, okay. Here we but, go. But <laughs> uh, but so that I, I heard that and I could hear her heavy breathing and I'm like, oh man, you know that sounds really bad. But it's it's our dogs because they're allowed in here in our studio. So we might do a segment on raising dogs. <laughs> <laughs> raising dogs, right? And so in fact, so last week we started a pod, oh, uh, we started this series on kind of um, on being parents. And so, which is a lot of fun, and talking about memories and stuff like that. And so, we have two boys and two girls. And so, today we're going to start talking about what it's like to raise girls. And in fact, our oldest daughter, Courtney, she will be how old will she be? May twenty five. Twenty five. Yes. Twenty five. Half a century. Uh, quarter of a century. A quarter of a century. <laughs> half is fifty. I'm almost half a century. You are almost <laughs> half a century. Thank you for keeping me on track with my with my centuries <laughs> and my decades. Um, and then our youngest daughter, Chloe, is uh, she'll be she's seventeen. She'll be eighteen in June. That's right. And so that's going to be exciting. You know, when I think about raising girls from a dad point of view, uh, from a dad's point of view, uh, I'm often drawn to this memory of when uh, we lived in Ohio, and Corey was in the second or third grade, and um, he had his best friend in elementary school with this little kid named Cody, <laughs> and. Um, and Corey played football, like we talked about last last week mm-hmm. and stuff. And and Cody lived down the street from us, and they they did everything together. And uh, Courtney, I think, was in seventh grade, maybe. Um, she was definitely in junior high. And so I had already picked her up, and we're waiting on uh, Cody and Corey to come out. And I had gotten a call that day from the principal of the school, who you know, in a small community like that, we were all friends, you know, knew each other outside of the school and stuff like that. And um, he had called me and said, "Hey, just wanted to let you know, um, there's an incident today at school. Cody and Corey got into a fight." Um, Cody was picking on uh, this other kid and Corey stood up for him, which I thought was great. He goes, he hit him a couple times and the fight was over. You know how elementary school fights are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow. They suspended. He goes, no, they're good. He goes, uh, they talked through it. They're all, everything's great. I already talked to, you know, Cody's parents and stuff and, um, and which was great. And so I remember sitting in the car and I was telling Courtney about it and she was like, what? And so we were kind of talking about it. And they, they 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 came walking out together, talking. And Courtney looked at me. She goes, "I thought they got in a fight today." I said, "They did." And I said, "I said, Courtney, that right there is the difference between boys and girls, <laughs> men and women. We like to get our emotions out, get it out, get it over. You guys, as women, as girls, like to hold the emotions inside and let it fester. And then and then it's like a it's like when you're playing." cards is a long play right (laughs) and so that's what happens am i wrong no no we're definitely more emotional and we tend to hold on to things a little bit longer than than boys do 
yeah, so I thought that was really neat to kind of watch unfold. And it was a good one of those teaching lessons, you know, and Corey didn't get in trouble or anything like that. But it's one of those teaching lessons um, for her to see the difference. And so that that was pretty neat, you know, as a dad. So, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, um, I think about when I think about our household um, for us, we kind of have a little joke, a running joke around here that the women of the house, um, we wear crowns in our house. <laughs> I'm um I'm often noted to wear a crown because I, I have a little obsession with crowns, but I'm I'm the queen and the girls are like princesses. We we tend to do that a little bit. And um I remember a story when um Courtney was um in I think it was preschool. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you have when your kids are that young, they go through this season where they want to pick out their own clothes and they want to wear whatever they want to wear. And yes. at some point you kind of give up the, you give up the fight and you just choose your battle and you let them decide whatever it is that they want to wear to school. Um, but the key word being wearing clothes to school. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, it, you know, it wasn't pajamas, but yeah. it was, it was close. It was right. a little costumey, but that's fine. You know? And there was a point where she wanted to wear a series of princess dresses. Um, she had a bunch of these, Halloween princess dresses in the closet and she would for an entire week every day she would pick out a different princess dress and she wanted to wear them to school every day and you know we we kind of let her do it it was okay you know we went through this whole thing and um she would put on the plastic crown and the dress and she went off to preschool every day for about a week and um from that point on um even on her birthdays I think it was that she decided that she was wearing a crown um she became the princess. And, um, you know, it really occurred to me as I look back over that time how important it was for us to really um, just treat our girls with a certain kind, give them a certain kind of message because the world doesn't really do that outside of our house. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. And it, it reminds me of those first moments that I um, – that the first moments that I just um, when Courtney was first born and Chloe was first born, and those moments of just holding them for the first time and going, "Wow, this is my daughter," you know, "This is my oldest daughter." This was this is Courtney. This is my daughter. And on a side note, it took us forever, you know, as you were pregnant with Courtney to name her. <laughs> yeah, she. It really did too. Listen, I. I, I I was like, hey, can we name her Candy? And like the, you're like, no, you can't have a stripper name. Not that there's anything wrong with somebody earning extra money in college and stuff like that, trying to pay their bills. <laughs> but that's, you know, they, we didn't want to, uh, that was my, my choice and it got shot down correctly. Uh, you know, pretty fast, but thank gosh it did. But so, but just, you know, just those moments of holding her and going, wow. And then as a dad, my whole perspective of women, um, started to kind of change. And, and in fact, I remember as it started to change when I got married, you know, there, there was a small change, but there wasn't that much of a change in the way I viewed women and looked at women. But then when I had, when we had Courtney and, and holding her, it, it reminded me of that moment going, wow, this is, I need to look at my daughter in a certain way so that when other guys, um, when she gets older and, and guys look at her, I want to treat her I um I, I want her to look for guys that treat her the way I treated her, yes. you know, growing up. And, and the same thing with Chloe. And that kind of bl- – that whole princess mindset um, and, you know, there's still accountability. Not that they weren't, you know, like, you know, 
living in a you know in a fairy tale. But um, these the it, it, that kind of mindset also bled over into Chloe and stuff like that and stuff. So absolutely, you know, she doesn't necessarily. She's not as much of a girly girl as Courtney was. She didn't need to wear the crown, but she definitely has the crown attitude. For oh, absolutely, sure. and it, and it's and it's something that's embedded deep inside her. Yeah. And it was and it was greatly modeled, obviously, by you. Um, and you know, and Courtney and and now Chloe. So yeah, you know, I don't think it it has anything to do with having that fairy tale, Prince Charming ending. I think it's more about yeah. having a good self esteem. It is, and there's nothing like being a dad watching your daughters go through heartbreak. You know, like I remember when Courtney was, I think she was a junior in high school or senior in high school, and like some, some you know, some jerk broke up with her. And um, like, and, I, and she was devastated. I was mad. I was ready to throw hands, <laughs> you know. And there's been times like that in, in Chloe's life too, you know. Like when she, you know, as a third or fourth grader, she got bullied, you know. Yeah. And I was just like, listen, I'm going up to the school, and, and we we we're gonna, th- I'm, you know, I'm gonna throw down. I don't care if they are third or fourth graders. Then I'm going to the, then I'm going to the parents' house. Right. We're gonna get this right, you yes. know. <laughs> so it's hard. It's it, so hard. It, it, it's so hard. So yeah, that's just kind of those emotions as a dad. You have that protection kind of thing. So, yeah, for sure. Um, I think the next thing is for sure, um, as the parents of a girl, um, we want to teach them to think beyond themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where do you think that starts at? Um, I think definitely it, you know, kids and mo- girls mostly tend to think that they are the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to think, and, and when we begin to teach them that they are. Um, that there's a whole other world out there that they can care about and focus mm, their energy on. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important so that they have, um, you know, something else to focus on. Yeah. And, and, and I think as a, as, as a husband and wife team, that starts with us. It, you know, and like we talked about last week, it, it takes a village and we found a lot of our village in the church community. Yes. And so watching, you know, our girls watching that kind of unfold in our life, you know, and, and and being in youth ministry and, and going on these trips and stuff like that mm-hmm. and them seeing putting, you know, um, how we would pour into teenagers, you know, and invite them over to our house and all these other things. They started they, they started to see that lived out in the not just between you and I, but those outward actions of of um, thinking about your, you know, being a servant leader, thinking about somebody, you know, um, more than yourself. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um so on Chloe's 13th birthday, what, yeah. did we, what did we do for her? Oh, it was a lot of fun. So we'll work kind of backwards with oh, this one. So, okay. so her 13th birthday, we went to, we went on a mission trip yeah. and, um, uh, she, um, she, we went to the LA dream center, which is an amazing place. It was by far the best, most meaningful m- mission trip for me personally, but, but watching her turn 13 and all the experiences, and there were some pretty rough experiences. You might think, oh, it's just L.A. But, you know, going into what they call Tent City, where there's like 20 square blocks of homeless people living in tents, kind of just, you know, set up a new perspective for her, right? Absolutely. And then yeah. when she turned 15. She went with her brother to Costa Rica without us. Yeah, yeah. without us. Yeah, he he was leading a trip mm-hmm. to Costa Rica. And um, it was our youngest son, Corey. He was his first. He was leading his first mission trip um, with um, high school kids, mm-hmm. and he took them to Costa Rica. And he and she loved yeah, it. Yeah, and she had an amazing. Time. Yeah, she had an amazing. Life changing. T- life changing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, what does that? What do you think that looks like in Courtney's life? Well, for Courtney, it definitely helped her. Um, I think choose what 
was her her partner in life, for, mm. for her forever partner. So her husband, TJ. Yes. Who's I an mean, amazing son-in-law, yeah. Yeah, amazing. But the path that they're on together is ministry and is completely all about other people. Absolutely. And you can see it in the way they lead their teams and stuff like that. Yeah. What's great is Courtney, um, I always, like you have singing in your family and stuff like that, right? Yes. I don't. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> um, but, uh, that, you know, there's these moments where, um, that, you know, you're like, wow, I really wish I could sing, right? And and, and there's our daughter, our daughter on a, you know, in, in a pretty big church uh, with multiple campuses here in Jacksonville leading worship with her husband, you yeah. know, and, um, and and it's and it's phenomenal to watch. And, and, and every time we, we can go because of our busy schedule on Sundays to go watch them and, and hang out with them and be a part of what they do is, is, is so much fun. You yeah, know? no, I love that for sure. Um, <clears throat> and I, but that le- actually leads into the last part is um, helping them find their gifts or talents so that they can soar. I think that's an important thing for girls and women because girls are looking for their place in this world. Absolutely, and and, and let's 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 face it. Um, sometimes this is such a man-driven world. Yes. That, um, and I'm not a big fan of breaking the ceiling. You know that that whole uh, you know that whole barrier breaking the ceiling because that just means that. Um, for me, I look at it going, wow, you're, you're breaking the ceiling. Sure. But then there's something else that you got to break, you know, instead of just going, Hey, listen, be better today than you were yesterday as a great John Wesley, uh, theologian said, but, but as you, as you, as you, as you're great today and you're greater tomorrow because of who you are inside and who has you and your why, then it helps you get past any barriers in life. You know, you're not letting one person, whether it be a man or woman, hold you down from anything you know the only person that can hold you down from doing anything is yourself right you know and and how you view yourself so yeah well how do you think that we've helped them find their gifts and talents what are what are some of the things that we did that i think that's it you know just having them to rely on themselves you know um hold accountability when it comes to that stuff and knowing that um their gifts and their talents are from god and kind of helping them kind of navigate that and and really kind of say hey you can do this. I remember pushing you and I pushing Courtney to her first tryout for she was a wreck. She was nervous, but somebody in there recognized, wow, she has a gift, you know. Yeah. And the same thing with Chloe, you know, as she, you know, she struggles with um, she has a learning disability, like uh, a lot like I do. And so to watch her kind of read And kind of navigate through all that stuff is amazing. And she, her voice is different than Courtney. It is, they're but, very different. But 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 it's really great to kind of watch and see and kind of watch them grow and have them push back whatever limitations the world says they have or whatever physical or or mental um, limitations they have. Kind of push that and push those barriers to go. I can be better because of who has me. And and so that's how we did it. We pushed them. You know. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know there was. <laughs> there's been so many so many fun moments watching them learn and grow through different special talents and abilities um both of our girls are gifted um in cheerleading and gymnastics and yes. in other areas as well um and courtney we, actually went to college for cheerleading she did she got listen, a, a cheer scholarship she did to go. listen dads it's really okay if you're if you're spending a lot of money on all-star cheerleading because it can pay off it definitely did and um and now she coaches yeah um 
young uh, middle school girls yep. and, and they so do very well they do and so it's i mean all kinds of things that they can be gifted and talented in and um it was it was it's been a lot of fun watching our girls grow yeah and mature and become incredible women absolutely well one we'll end on this funny point here but um one of my favorite corks kirk corks what's the word quirk cork corks <laughs> about chloe is <laughs> And, and 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 I hope this person's parent doesn't listen to this. Oh. But but she took a trip in eighth grade to Washington D.C. Oh, this is hilarious. I'm sorry. <laughs> and this girl, it was cold. It was January in Washington D.C. And she fell into the fountain in front of uh, uh, either the Capitol or or, the, or, or um, one of the fountains in there in, in Washington D.C. Square. And Chloe starts laughing so hard. And that's one of her quirks is that whenever something bad happens, like she busts out laughing. And it's just – it's like crying laughing. And it's not mean, but she doesn't know how to kind of do that, you know. It's a super inappropriate laughter. (laughs) It is. And then for for Courtney, it's – wow, there's there's so many things. But what what is your favorite quirkiness about Courtney? Um, She has – you know, I don't know. It's just too many. There's – the 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 jokes sometimes she has these like you you guys tell these weird jokes I, <laughs> and she and the things that she laughs at yeah, that, yeah. that's I, I like her quirkiness how she loves it's not quirky but she loves animals or she uh, loves pets yes for you know? sure yeah for sure so yeah so as we end today um on a on a little bit longer podcast than we normally do but um what are the two takeaways um you know. We didn't mention it, but I think I, this one is really important. I, I would say the, the most important thing you can do for your girls is pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for their friends. Pray for their future husbands. Pray for, pray for everything about them. Absolutely. What else? Um, and then definitely um, teach them to think beyond themselves. Absolutely. So, so, so as parents, whether you believe in prayer or not, just speak life into them and to their friends. Yes. And, and watch that prayer in speaking life into that change them and then um making their world more than about them exactly so, honey those are great takeaways and so it's great doing this with you again um i guess i'll see you in a little bit right i hope so <laughs> y'all have a great week thank you